2: Dgens, it's time to talk about Dgen gear. Nothing says I love you like a spatula. I mean, a DGN shirt. Rooting for a team is difficult. You've got to stick with them even when you feel like a monkey with a typewriter could do better. Now, rooting against a team is a lot easier, and with creative, well-thought-out designs, you can directly support this podcast and get yourself some sweet gear. Further, they have a full custom shop, so you can add multiple logos to a single shirt or throw a print on an apron because you're working on your own Zeke Physique. Head to degeneracy.com, click on the DGEN shop, do yourself a favor, and up your style.
0: Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy.
3: You say it three times, it's, it's like Candyman or Beetlejuice or some shit like that, and, and I have to fuck tuck shit on Aaron Rodgers.
1: It's fucking Detroit, I keep treating you like a big boy real football team, and you're not. And I feel bad for Dan Campbell i gonna rip the band off Oh boy, already?
3: He looks sad out there He's like sad Patrick Mahomes And it's, it's really disturbing me i getting kicked in the dick Left and right But I think the Giants It was in their best interest to lose that game But now we have to walk away And wonder, are we gonna get Baseball in April? I have I have a lot of questions about the direction of baseball. I don't know what you're talking about. I really think the spirit of James Winston is on the field because Tom Brady, clutch Tom Brady, honored Winston at the end of the game by throwing a critical interception. I kind of maybe been a little slightly premature. I'm not going to beat on him for that. i are going to touch all of them. Just a little
1: premature. The Panther curse survives. I swear. 4,400 bucks. Yeah. That's it. Wow. You'd spend more than that on Deshaun Watson, and he won't play. (laughs) Brown out. He might be encouraged to leave. Panther, I do do disagree with you. His mind is on his money, and his money's on his mind. I'll jump face first into this trap. Lay off the gumbo, young man. Like how he's growing on me. Mike fucking White. Uh, Not fully committed to the money line yet. (laughs)
2: Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxie, and today I'm joined by the Bridge Club's second favorite, Max. It's Mad Max.
3: Happy November, and welcome to the Sunday pod. Hey, happy November. Uh, it's a uh, it's great time to grow out a mustache, Maxie.
2: <sighs> thank you for thank you for reminding me. I'm This is a great time, everybody, to grow out your mustache. Uh, I, I mentioned that I was Vincent Vega last week for Halloween. I shaved off mine, and... Uh, brutally i have to take a new license picture (laughs) on tuesday so i have basically nine days to muster as much facial hair growth out of myself as i can max do you have any suggestions uh, as to how to increase my manliness and uh facial hair output oh
3: jesus um really uh raw eggs right that's a thing this oh, just, dude, I have to do I go like full He died in the ragi, next Raga two days. Oh, uh, he grew a beard really fucking fast. If you go to Siberia, maybe it just it okay. just grows out like real quickly. Uh, I I I don't envy you. Listen, I, I've I've had my beard now for going on five years. Right, so oh. I've, I've had the full beard for about five years now. You lucky man. Uh, yeah. So every every passport photo, license oh. photo has the beard. So right. I'm good. I'm good for a while. And I couldn't just imagine just, uh, I mean, you growing out a mustache, taking a photo, you're going to look like some kind of bad teenager or pedophile, right? I mean, that's, that's the kind of growth that you're going to get to by the time you take that picture.
2: Right, nine days into it. I'm almost thinking, should I just go beard and just... Just bite the bullet and say, you know, there will still be semblance of mustache there. You know, maybe, maybe I clean it up. I think you just yeah, tall, just grow I'm...
3: out everything for now. Yeah, and and just clean it up before the photo, and then and then shave off what you what you don't want after that. Because I don't know if you just go with bad teenage mustache or or quasi porn stash in the picture. Big... Oh, maybe, well, maybe quasi porn stash could work.
2: Well, see, then that has worked for me in the past. But I'm going to tell you that <laughs> if, to be to be frank and honest, I, I I I think they should let me wear a fake. They should let me wear a fake mustache for this kind of a thing because Mm. truly I am regularly a mustache human being. You know, I think that there should be some kind of allowances for these kinds of situations uh, at the DMV. And, I mean, you know, I was really kind of hoping that due to COVID they would uh, give me a pass for a year or something like that and, like, you know, let me kick the can down the road another six months or
3: something. Nope. Getting fucked. So... I, maybe it's got to be like you can choose like Instagram filters or some shit on your fucking uh, license photo Ooh. now. Because that, that's what everyone's fucking doing anyway, right? There's fucking they're putting some kind of fucking filter on it. So maybe you get a mustache filter where you can just get the fucking Hulk Hogan.
2: There we go. I just don't want there to be a glitch in the system and then become like cat eyes Max or something like that, you know, for, <laughs> for my picture. Because then when I get pulled over my license, I will clearly look wasted compared to that version of me.
3: Well, maybe that's it. Maybe you just get your driver's license picture taken while you're fucking drunk as shit or high as shit. So When someone pulls you over, they look at the photo, they look at you. It's like, oh, this is what he normally looks like anyway.
2: My God, you're right. I should be Ubering back and forth to the DMV. I love it. I love it. This is, I mean, this is exactly why I get a license. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, heck yeah. Well, on Sundays, when I have Mad Max in the house, y'all know that we are going to talk some music. And today, we are going to talk about a real face melter. And that's Mastodon's new album, Hushed and Grim. Mad Max lead us it lead us into this guy
3: yeah listen uh I, it was a few episodes ago when, when i was talking it must have been in june jesus you've, you've been doing this this long with us
2: since like yeah a while it's like april oh, almost
3: Christ! wow yeah, congrats for fucking Thanks. dealing with us for that long hey thank you guys uh, for putting <laughs> up with me being terrible at editing <laughs> no comment there uh yeah. like June or something like that where where we we're talking about I watched that Mastodon on live at the aquarium right mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and they played a couple of songs off this album then and they were previewing the fact that they were working on a new album and one of the songs they played back then was Skeleton of Splendor and uh I heard it and it was, then they, they they cut away and they talk about how the song came about and what the album's all about and and I think this is going to lead you into your initial feelings that you were telling me yesterday is it really is a dedication to their tour manager who died. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it really is a, a, a somber album. Uh, that said, I mean, it kicks off the the fucking first goddamn track pain with an anchor, the drums Mm -hmm. that just kick off this album are goddamn sensational. Get you into it. I would, I would go on record as saying that this is their best album since crack the sky and their, their most Epic album definitely since crack the sky
2: i totally agree with that sentiment you know i for me i guess my sweet spot with mastodon was very crystal skullish you know mm-hmm. that's what that's what i view as my like oh this is the quintessential kind of mastodon and so you know for me as i listened to this album it grew on me and um you know obviously with mastodon you have tons of the odd meter heavy fast stuff juxtaposed by Churning, burning metal grooves, and that's what you come to love from mastodon The thing that really almost came across as distracting to me was the vocals. The the vocally, you could hear the age, and it was haunting in the musicians. Although that I think is what ended up growing on me as the album progressed. I, I'll tell you, Tear Drinker. There's that Mm. tune specifically has, uh, just like those ripping blues guitar licks and shit like that in the middle. That's just fucking awesome. it's it's really good. It really gets you going. I i love this album this is oh, this is a yeah. great one it's a lot uh, of fun
3: fantastic and i it's uh, i actually ordered the uh, vinyl so it's a double it's a it's a double album what you think about it is mm-hmm. awesome you get a double Hell fucking yeah. album you don't get a lot of those late uh lately but it's,
0: yeah. it's it's
3: it's you know it's it's really astounded me to to hear it for the first time and saying uh the evolution of this band and i i kind of i kind of like bands that can keep a semblance of their original sound but evolve it over time i'm thinking mm-hmm. of, of like this or clutch uh, is another one of my favorite bands mm-hmm. where you can go back and listen to some of their earlier stuff and just fucking love it without being depressed that they don't sound like the earlier stuff anymore like it was exactly. a moment in time that that was perfect for them but they've progressed, and maybe some other bands have continued on their original sound. So there's other bands out there that 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 hear uh you know call the mastodon or hear Blood Mountain, hear, hear these albums and say that's what I want to sound like, and they keep that going on as the next generation of music. So you, then you can listen to those bands and say, Ah, oh, that's where I'm getting my old old style Mastodon fix. But now Mastodon's kind of evolved into something else. I, I really appreciate that about a band. A lot of people uh don't right. a lot of people. Oh, I want the same like I, I want them to be this this uh this this really, really hard, hard band. Uh, I don't want this, uh you know, pussy shit in there. And like, oh, fuck that. I, th- I think uh, what they've done since uh, Crack the Sky, uh, it- it's showing how they're progressing as musicians. And this is the culmination of it. I think this is uh, I-, I don't know if anything beats crack the sky for me i still listen to that and yeah. i was i listened listen to the last czar or the, you know I just you just listen to these fucking things and it's just like the epicness of that fucking album oh yeah it's just ridiculous there, there's uh, i'm thinking of a handful of albums i can think of match the epicness uh, uh tools lateralis right i mean like right. there, there's like a handful of 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 these quintessential uh prog metal albums that can hit that uh crack the sky is, is the epitome of mastodon for me this comes fucking close though. Yeah. And well, and again, you know, you, you,
2: you touched on it before, there is a lot more of just the somber, like slower tempo kind of stuff. But they what what I love about, it, and again, this is stuff that you're always going to be used to with mass down is all these tempo switches, mid-song and things like that, or metric modulations and things like that. And they, I mean, they bring it. They bring they, they are adult musicians and they kick ass. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, you can and you can hear that when uh when you hear um frankly people who have been working at their craft who have been playing together in a group like this for a long time you hear that evolution and you hear them grow with one another and you hear that sound evolve over time hopefully uh, you know and and that is what brings a lot of intrigue uh, to that group is what is next where's this direction what's what's happening with these guys as they grow as they you know make new sounds and I, I uh, am looking forward to more Mastodon. I uh, am looking checking right now. It looks like they're going to be doing a European tour here. Uh, Mad Max, do you have your passport no, they're, they're actually, lined
3: they're, up? They're, they're, well, they're they're in in my town. Uh, well, not my town specifically, but in my area. In a couple of weeks, they're in oh, New, no New York. They're they're actually playing uh, in New York. So, uh, are you going to be there? I don't know if I'm going to be there. I do. Oh. I do have some friends that will be there. I don't okay. know if I will personally be there, but they'll be in my area. So I think they're going to tour uh, a lot more. Uh, the one last thing I'll say about Mastodon, uh, you know, as, as 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 a final point too, mm-hmm. is um, when when you when you're a band like that 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 uh, you have tragedy that inspires you. You kind of feel bad because they're at their best when they have tragedy and I'm I'm not one for Schadenfreude, right? I'm not I'm not right. one to wish bad on people, but it's like mm-hmm. when you make music that good when shitty things happen in your life, you kind of wish more shitty things happen to <laughs> them.
2: Exactly. So so we're hoping for some other kind of Something. internal
3: band, you know,
2: uh, fatality, anything like that. You know, as long as the entire band doesn't drive off, you know,
3: uh, off the hill in the bus. They do have, have a know. music video where, where death uh, it kills Mastodon. I don't know if you've ever seen that music video. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's, to... <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. Uh, but but I mean, Crack the Sky, Do you know, the story of Crack the Sky of how that came about? No. Tell uh, enlighten me. Well, uh, Brent Hines, who, by the way, is, seems like a, a, a stand-up class act, by the way. <laughs> I love the band Mastodon, but Brent uh, does not see. He seems like he hits the sauce a little too much. Apparently, mm-hmm. after the VMA Awards years ago, he got into a fight with uh, one of the dudes from System of a Down and another uh, a musician that fucking got him in a coma. So Brent Hines was in a coma after this fight. Oh, my God. And so he gets out of a coma, and he's just inspired to write uh, Crack the Sky. Wow. So I mean that's the story of Crack in the Sky. It's like oh shit, uh, some tragedy, no. some fucking craziness, and then they produce this fucking uh, well, masterpiece.
2: You, you call it tragedy? You call it tragedy? If he he probably yeah this, is, <laughs> this is, <laughs> if he probably started the fight here, okay? So let's be real. He did. Oh, no, he
3: absolutely. Started people fight,
2: people, yeah. people are being like, oh man, whoa is this guy? You know. I, so I, I I hear you here. I hear you here. Well, we <laughs> we love Masan on here on this podcast. We support them. We support them uh, showing up ways to the VMAs and uh, pulling a Trey Parker, Matt Stone, things like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Well, Mad Max and I are recording bright and early on a Sunday morning, so we've got all kinds of great lines to look at. Y'all know every Sunday I'm checking in with the DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Mad Max, we are entrenched in the NFL season, and you told me you had some stats for me. So, bring it. All right, listen.
3: So, I was trying to find something interesting, and and I want to harken back to uh... – my good buddy on the show, sex Panther. Oh, and how he likes to shit all over my rankings, my NFL rankings. Now I I feel like I've had to come on the defensive about my NFL rankings. And, and one thing that I, I think I failed to clarify is I'm not looking necessarily at rankings of the best teams. It's the best teams to bet on. Right. right. So, so uh, you, know, maybe I've missed that in talking about my rankings. It's these are teams with, with the spread against the spread, whatever it is, I would want to bet on right Mm. this is my this is my so and and typically they end up being some of the better teams in the league I I get that uh so what I wanted to bring to you is is kind of a a little bit sneak peek behind the scenes of how my rankings come together Mm. and so I ran some individual numbers based off of that last night and it was was quite intriguing so two of the top things that I like to look at Mm. points per minute and time of possession Got it. Okay. Okay. So, so it, that and those are very related as time-oriented stats. Yes, <laughs> at, at time-related stats. Time-related <laughs> stats. So I, I, I'm I was looking at on the on the season, uh, the team that has uh, in a matchup each match. I looked at every single matchup all season. Mm-hmm. The the team that had the better points per minute overall won fifty nine percent of the time okay. in that matchup. That they, but they only covered the spread fifty percent of the time. So you'd lose money on on just looking at points per minute. Looking at time of possession, and this is for the whole season. I'll I'll do the last four weeks as well. Let's see recency. But on the entire season, time of possession. If the team that has the better time of possession going into that matchup wins outright 64% of the time and covers the spread 59% of the time. So with a $50 base bet, just focusing on time of possession, you'd be up $772 on the season. Hey... Yeah that's, that's pretty sweet right there. No,
2: no, 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 you're now you're following this to a T, right, Max? <laughs>
3: uh I'm going to start following it to a T starting uh next week. Uh but I will talk about that. Uh let's look at uh uh time of possession, favorites versus dogs. Okay. further for splitting that out. Okay. So the favorites, they uh they they outright win 72% of the time if they've got the time of possession advantage. And they're the favorites, and are the favorites. But they only cover 55% of the time. So, which gets us to the dogs. The dogs are covering, so getting those points, 66% of the time. So if you're just focusing in on the dogs who happen to have the time of possession advantage in their matchup, just that, you'd win 66% of the time.
2: And that's and that's winning. That's winning, folks. That's not bad.
3: That's 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 winning, up, up six hundred ten dollars with fifty dollar base bets. Yeah. So uh, I, I mean, how
2: often are we? Uh, does that opportunity arise on a weekly basis? Uh,
3: I'll get to that. I'll get to that oh. t- uh, today because okay. we do right. actually have a handful of games where this would apply to today. So when we talk about the games later, I'm going to apply that when, when you're talking about your bets later, I will apply it to today, uh, but let's look at recency though. Cause you wonder, okay. it's like, okay, it's a long season. Does this sustain over the course of time? It has gotten better over the course of time. Oh shit. <laughs> the last four weeks, just looking at the last four weeks, um, time of possession, the team that has time, uh, uh, that's uh 62% of the time covering. So you'd be up $578 just betting that. Jesus yeah I've uh, time and possession plus favorite 60 percent of the time you'd be up three hundred dollars time of possession dog you'd be up 300 dollars 69 nice percent of the time nice and you can mix and match sometimes you can really mm. get points per minute plus time of possession points per minute plus time of possession favorite dogs if you're if you have the points per minute time of possession and you're a dog and you're getting points eighty percent of the time you're, oh wow you're, you're gonna cover the spread
2: so, you just this is an automatic. This is like, just, that's it's like it's an automatic. That's an automatic one. You
3: were just, just betting that when, when that perfect storm happens.
2: Yeah. It's this that's that is that like the Dallas Broncos game today or something? What is no, this? No,
3: no, 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 no. I <laughs> there might be one today. I want that is a perfect storm in some way. Them. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that one is a perfect storm. So, that's what I'm bringing to you today. Is uh, it, it definitely wow. seems like uh, whoever controls the ball not only wins, but typically covers the game as well.
2: You know, and Panther's super into ball control. I know that. That's that's one of the things that he has mentioned to me off air many times.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm talking sports or something else. Oh, oh, we're we're back to we're back to football. Sorry, Uh, (laughs) sorry, excuse me. Sorry, sorry, I wasn't. (laughs) I was about to say, we we don't have Manscaped as a a sponsor anymore, so ball control goes out the window. Oh,
2: damn it, you're right, you're right. Well, speaking (laughs) of the ad rate, it is time to talk about MyBookie.ag. With MyBookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, and Kim Kardashian. Thanksgiving, the secondary season of love is upon us, and right now you can bet on Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson showing nebulously some form of public displays of affection, or if they'll be in a relationship by the end of November, as confirmed by TMZ. i take no on the relationship for even money, but that PDA bet feels like a lock if you ask me. My Bookie is well traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything that's dumb. So sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN so we can keep the lights on around here and MyBookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to one thousand dollars. Whether you're at home on the go on your laptop or signing up for People Magazine Online, you can bet win and get paid with MyBookie. Max any any thoughts on uh, on the
3: recent single nature of Kim Kardashian? Um, well, not really no, I mean I don't know because it seems that like Kanye is still into her, right? I mean, oh yeah. Ka- Kanye is a weird fella. Do you see he was hanging out with lately? This is like his crew <laughs> is like fucking Justin Bieber and Marilyn Manson.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, OK. Yeah, I saw I saw some kind of meme that was like Justin Bieber, Marilyn Manson and uh, Kanye West are all doing some level of church related service together. And I was like, oh, it's the end of times.
3: The, the fucking antichrist christ superstars is, is is hanging out with with a. Uh... Some hardcore Christians, apparently. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Everyone can be friends with everybody. There's nothing wrong with no, that. No, not it's at just, all. I, I
2: don't know think there's all. anything wrong with that. But I do think that uh, this
3: definitely changes the image of
2: of Maryland going forward. First I think, time I, think,
3: I saw him in concert. It was actually my first concert ever. 1996, 1997-ish. And uh, this sounds great. He's he's out of pulpit, just tearing up a fucking Bible and throwing it into the crowd. And, and now oh. he's uh, sucking at the teat of uh, Kanye. Well, I don't know. Maybe Kanye needs some
2: uh, some neighborly friends to move into Montana with him now. That, <laughs> now that he bought that entire fucking complex, but uh, doesn't have, you know, the family fully there. <laughs> great show, uh, did, you, the did you great, see that whole thing? Show. No, no, I didn't. I didn't see that. No. Oh yeah, he yeah he bought like this whole like big old like piece of land in Montana, and he did a music video where he had like paid like gazillions of dollars for these like tank things to drive around, and huh. yeah, it's. I'll I'll send you the video. I'll send you the video. It's. Is it going cult? Do
3: you th- you think this is gonna be like
2: like cult level? I mean. Let's. I'm. I'm gonna just speak from my heart here, and I'm gonna say that the people who are the diehard Kanye fans have been cult people this entire time. Wow. And wow. So just gonna throw that one out there. I. Uh, I haven't drank the Kool
3: Aid yet. <laughs> I, I. I think the, their next move has to be to to get uh, R. Kelly out of the closet. I think that's that's the next thing they got to they got to break R. Kelly out of that that maximum penitentiary closet oh, that he's wow. in right now.
2: Wow. Well, I, I you know I wasn't sure what kind of closet you're talking about. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't for sure uh, feeling w- w- where you're going. But he's locked in a Minnesotan closet. He's in a frozen tundra closet closet this is a bad closet to be in for him get I their flamethrowers get yeah get the flamethrowers. <laughs> <laughs> all righty well let's get to some of these games so last sunday i did an afternoon pod with arch looking ahead to this week's games and i waited until monday morning to place my wagers and i'm glad i did because i stayed off the opening tennessee line of five and a half when the derrick henry news came out that morning and uh that was some scary shit but here's the things that we are on uh from Last Sunday, today I got Minnesota plus six at Baltimore. That was the line that I got last Sunday. Hadn't hmm. moved really much. Hmm. Uh, New England minus two and a half at Carolina. Now that line, I'm actually stoked about. I I like not having the hook there. I I think New England. So you're game. on New England. Yes, on New England oh, minus okay. two and a half. Wow, that's okay. from this is from last Sunday.
3: Yeah, I th- I thought Arch uh, pushed you the other way. I thought he pushed you on Carolina. He. Yeah, he tried to push me of Carolina,
2: and I bet New England when I, when I woke up in the morning because oh, I don't man. trust Sam Darnold. He's going to see ghosts. Mm. Ghost ghost game. This is ghost mm. game, I think. Uh, Buffalo at Jacksonville. Minus ten and a half, Buffalo. Glad I took uh, that yeah, one. That's moved one. to over, two, over two touchdowns. There we go. And then here is one that I am going to get butt- butted on. It is Green Bay plus two and a half at Kansas City. I took the plus two and a half. Then, of course— You know, we Mm -hmm. had the Mm -hmm. uh uh, good old good old immunized Rogers coming out. Mm Goddamn. So, so. anywho, let's get to my picks today. And, Max, I'm looking forward to you telling me that I'm on the right side of all of these, hopefully. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. So, Vikings at Baltimore. We're going to go back to the well here, okay? It, uh, this is essentially a band-aid ripping game for myself here. I'm not going to get cute with it, and I'm doubling down on my Vikings from last Sunday. Uh, I know that they're going to keep it close and lose it, uh, and it's probably going to be on some level of field goal-kicking gaff. They'll cover, but they'll break my heart as well. Yeah, you're on this one too, right?
3: Vikings plus six. No, not looking good oh. for you, buddy. Uh, looking at time of possession, Baltimore uh, easily has the time of possession, and they've got the points per minute advantage on this one. That could be one where uh, Baltimore covers. Uh, damn it. Okay.
2: You know what? I'm going to stick with my convictions from last week. I think that uh, this is, I mean, this Vikings team is so checkerboard throughout the years, Uh, what we're throughout this year, this season, what they're showing, uh, what, and what they've given us through eight weeks, uh, pulling out, you know, three and four looking like the worst one or the best one and two team when they were whatever. And then, you know, getting back to 500, I think was kind of monumental for that team. Now that they're under 500, I think that they're just going to keep going back and forth. This is like a, this is an eight-eight and one team. <laughs>
3: so, well, take solace in the fact that my uh, my model that I just uh, presented to you only only seventy percent accurate. So you still uh, you still have a chance.
2: Yeah, I'm. I, I love rooting for the thirty percent match. I love being on the thirty <laughs> percent side. That's always the right side to be on. That's, that's that's how I feel as a jazz musician in many different situations as well. So, all righty, let me move on to my local squad, Broncos at Dallas. This one was easy. I listened. I listened to yesterday's show, and I wasn't going to bet on this until I listened to yesterday's show. And we're not getting cute again. Broncos money line. I mean, y'all threw your verbal bouquets at Mike McCarthy this week, and so there's no way that Dallas is going to show up and look like a real team today. There's it's after the uh, the kiss of death from you guys. That is it. If if Dal- and like you said, if Dallas wins this one and covers, okay. Maybe we'll put a little Super Bowl bet. Maybe, 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 we'll sprinkle a little Super Bowl Dallas bet here. But I am going to be sprinkling on the money line and on the spread for Denver uh, at Dallas.
3: Uh, you listen, I don't, I don't hate the spread play here, and I'll, I'll tell you uh, a couple of reasons. One, yeah, of course, is the kiss, kiss of death. But the, but the other is looking at time of possession. Dallas does have the time of possession advantage, but as I mentioned on the show yesterday, is I believe Dallas is sixth in the league, and Denver is like ten. So the time of possession advantage really isn't that significant, but be- between these two teams, it's it's a, it's closer than than some of the others on the board today. So maybe Denver can hang and slow the slow the game down. Uh, but as I did mention, is when Dallas has the ball, they're not only controlling the clock, but they're scoring. They have mm-hmm. one of the highest points per minute in the league. So I believe they're third in points per minute. So is that does it, that
2: is that factoring in uh, the Cooper Rush factor or?
3: Uh, that even factors in last week. Yes. Oh
2: my God. Yeah. <laughs> even with that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, Jesus. Uh, uh, maybe I'm losing a lot of money this morning, Max. No, I,
3: again, I, the, the time uh, possession is closer. So I don't, I don't hate the spread play. I don't, I do not think Denver could win this one. Uh, you know what, how how Denver would have to win this one is Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott would both have to just die.
2: Okay. Before the game.
3: Yeah. No. Uh, well, yeah. I mean,
2: or during maybe, it. maybe okay. during it. Oh, man. First quarter early. Oh, uh, you don't think that if that happened, like maybe at halftime, like they, you know, they were eating strawberries in the locker room and choked something like that. And then, you know, I don't know. I'm just I, I would, just trying to I would think laugh
3: of- if Marshawn Lynch comes in and just like shoots Skittles at them. <laughs> this is healthy. This is, I, choke, you know, joke on Skittles. Did you see that fucking shit on Monday Night Football a couple weeks ago? Mar- was- Marshawn Lynch joined the Manning brothers. No, oh I didn't see he's, him on he's, that. Was he's it taking good? shots. Like, he's drinking during the show. He's cursing oh, us. This. It's fucking classic, Marshawn Lynch.
2: You know, if there's anything that ESPN has done right lately, it is the Manning cast. Oh, yeah. I think that that is I think that that is 100% correct what they have done. I think that they should just push out Joe Tessitore and make that be the like highest production version of what it can be. I mean, you don't need to have Peyton and Eli in a studio or something like that. But you do want to have the like B-roll of Peyton eating a chicken wing on, uh, you know, uh, and then and then pulling that in post halftime to embarrass these people. That's like cameras always rolling. I think that this, this is something that we all as a society can enjoy kind of. Uh, completely. You know? As a
3: fan of Mystery Science Theater 3000, I mean, this, this fucking really hits the spot, watching oh, the Manning it cast. It, it's fantastic. It does. And you know what? I love hearing the insight that they
2: give and hearing you know, how they're breaking down these defenses a, with a little bit more X's and O's than what you get on the uh, regular broadcast. I, I mean, you guys, if you haven't listened to the Manning cast, please do yourself a favor and either just mute or, well, turn your turn your Monday Night Football off of mute and switch it to ESPN2. <laughs> All righty, let me move on. Here's another game that I'm on today, and this is a doubling down situation: Packers at Chiefs. I know y'all are on the Jordan Love bandwagon for all of the right reasons. Spite the Chiefs can't cover and have had difficulty doing so back to last season uh, until they can flex their muscles like they did during their Super Bowl win- winning season two years ago. I'm gonna be eyeing their opponents if Vegas gives them a touchdown or greater. I'm not hitting the under or uh, the under 48 as well for I. I don't know why it's just hitting me in the pants, but my totals have been absolute shit this year. So perhaps y'all should fade that Packers plus seven is my bet though.
3: Uh, one of the dogs on the day that has the time of possession advantage. That is green Bay Packers mm. over the Kansas city. Now how Which that changes, yeah. how that changes with, with, so two, two, that's the issue is two of the prime dogs with the time of possession advantage this week have significant injuries that we need to consider. And, and we, we, Maybe maybe this is even better for Green Bay if you think about it. Is uh they they might run the ball a little bit more. Uh, you know you can run the ball in Kansas City. And maybe they do get more even more time of possession in this one. Uh early down uh success. I I know that's something that Arch looks at, right? If you if you Mm -hmm. can uh if you have success early downs and and not have to push it to third and longs and shit like that, then you have a a really good, really good opportunity of controlling the clock. And I think that's a Green Bay has to do. I, I don't want to put a lot of pressure on Jordan Love in this first game. There's already too much pressure on him, but I want him to be MVP this year. You, okay, I I mean, you know, it, it would be it would be very funny if this is the
2: wedge that separates Rodgers and the Packers. Fucking would love it. It would be it would be very funny if if uh like pandemic semantics are the reason
3: why this this whole thing. It just falls apart. the wheels fall say, off. It was a fucking revelation this past week, Maxie. like yeah. I really like I felt like I was reborn when I realized that I don't hate the Green Bay Packers. I really thought I hated the Green Bay Packers. It's not the case and what that is thoughts? not the case? Just not, not to
2: circle back Mark, Mike McCarthy Good guy, bad guy I love him
3: now I think I, he's, oh, he's, wow. he's a sympathetic figure In all of this now I, <laughs> I feel sorry for him now Wow This is this is What an about face You have done <laughs> Over the
2: last uh, over, over the last week Fucking Mad frauders mess. He frauded us all Honestly we, it's,
3: it's, he's, he's been the fucking problem All along
2: Do we need to have a different Spiteful Rogers Separation Divorce oriented t-shirt Or something like that I'm just, oh, when, that happens. I'm just when happens When it happens and yeah, Hulk. Yeah. What? Well, we have to be ahead of it. We have to be ahead <laughs> of it. That's the thing. We got to be smart on this. We got to be like, you know, stoking the flames of this
3: fire. I think we do.
2: Well, yeah, we do. You, I mean, you guys are banging that drum every day. That's for sure. Well, I got one last game. And this is the game that I was going into the day feeling the worst about. And you're probably going to tell me that this one is my lock. But Cardinals at 49ers. Ugh, I think we get Good Shanahan dash whoever plays QB today. That's what I'm feeling. I think they're about to hit a rough patch. Uh, uh I, sorry. I think that uh the Cardinals are about to hit a rough patch. Uh, given D Hop is dealing with a bum hammy, JJ uh, Watt is out, and their QB today maybe Colt McCoy. Who now I don't hate the guy, but huh. I think he could be competent for like a drive or two. Huh? I'm not saying that he's going to be there uh for the entire game and that he's going to be you know rewarding, uh, the, uh, the Cardinals with a lot of, you know, win, uh, winning drives kind of a thing. So I am taking the 49ers here in a hopefully strange home divisional game, the minus two and a half.
3: I, I think I'm, uh, I'm kind of with you here. So I, I was incorrect. I said, uh, two of the dogs, of the day that have the time of possession have significant injuries or injury questions. It's actually three because I'm going to toss Arizona in here too. Mm -hmm. Arizona easily has the time of possession here easily has the points per minute here, but that is with one Kyler Murray in the lineup. And we don't Mm -hmm. know if one Kyler Murray is going to be in the lineup today. So it's, it's, it's who knows what's going to happen. I do not trust Garoppolo. I really don't. I I, I can't trust him. I probably trust Colt McCoy as much as I trust Garoppolo.
2: Yeah, I hear you there. I just, I think that Shanahan I mean, he's he's at least had an opportunity to be working with Garoppolo for a long time. And if Garoppolo is starts shit in the bed, then they can always, you know, second half freelancing, I think. Right. He's bad. He's. he's yeah. I mean, we can see what they do. And is Nick Mullins can, around. Can we say, can seriously he, can man, we yeah. Who's Who is the other guy? CJ Beathard. Give me some yeah. CJ Beathard in here. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> I love I love these Hammenaggers. The 49ers uh make play a one good primetime game and then and then they disappear into uh, and into the league forever. <laughs> Here's to a practice squad in Jacksonville for you. Cast <laughs> off. Are there any other games that you want to touch on based on your stats here at Mad Max with regards to uh, if you
3: see any value this morning or line, anything like that? Two of them. One, one and We were all kind of in agreement for the most part yesterday is Tennessee versus the Rams. I think that line is too much. Tennessee does have, have the time of possession advantage, but again, that's factoring in one Derrick Henry, so we don't really know what that team's going to be. Uh, I did bet Tennessee yesterday, so I do have uh, – I want the Rams to win, of course. I just think it's seven and right. a half is, is, is a little too much. And then uh, the the Cleveland-Cincinnati uh, game, that's interesting. Cleveland by far has the time advantage. Uh, the, the biggest discrepancy on the day between two teams is Cleveland's time of possession versus Cincinnati's. Hmm. That, that could spell upset. And what, what's it, what,
2: did you have that line? What's that at right now?
3: Uh, it was two and a half. It's Cincinnati minus two and a half, which is Ooh. just a dreadful fucking number that you want to touch with a fucking ten foot pole.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's ugly as hell. But you know what? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, there's like a missed extra point or something like that. That two and a half is a little easier to cover. Something like that with Cleveland. I. I. I like that Cleveland pick. The Tennessee pick. I see what you're doing here, Mad Max. This is something that I often also do. I am
3: you, not, you're emotionally no, you're emotionally hedging yourself no, on, no, on no. that game. No, no. Listen, I I, I want uh, the Rams will win, and I want Tennessee to cover. Well, it's again, called you, double dipping. You can't lose.
2: That's you right. Can't,
3: <laughs> you can't lose except for either you're money or still, pride. You know, but unless, yeah, unless Tennessee wins outright, and then I you know well, no, I still win. Yeah, right.
2: exactly. Yeah, you, yeah. You're this you, is this is a, a lose lose situation. See, and this is uh, – emotionally hedging can be win-win, but it can also be lose-lose. <laughs> that is that is the problem with it. Lucky for me, though, I am I'm often emotionally hedging on the Vikings, which has afforded me Chipotle burritos for the last few years. That's so, good.
3: That's good. Great I, job. I got one last one, and then, oh, we, can, right. we, then we can go. Yeah. Sorry. Carolina, no. New England. Oh, no. Carolina easily has the time of possession over New England. It is – I'm looking at this. Uh, oh, shit, I was wrong. Uh, Cincinnati, uh, Cleveland's the second highest. Uh, Buffalo, Jackson, but Buffalo has the the, the biggest uh, di- uh, time of possession. Uh, so uh, yeah. on the board, New England, Carolina is fourth. The fourth biggest uh, discrepancy between uh, teams of uh, time of possession. So Carolina is yeah. controlling the ball uh, more so than them. They're at home. They're getting four points. Not to say that New England isn't going to win, mm-hmm. but it, it seems like Carolina might cover this one. Maybe they lose by like a field goal or lose by a point or something like that
2: sheesh wow so basically i made a bunch of bad bets last sunday and then i made a bunch of worse ones this sunday and this is
3: i'm a, you I, got a 30 percent chance maybe yeah. all the games are on in that 30 percent
2: you know what? Maybe they are. You know, I'm just going to roll them all together into a big old parlay. I'm going to put the mortgage on it, and we're going to see what happens. No, I'm kidding. That's the worst idea in the world. Please, nobody do that. But, uh, hey, Mad Max, do you have any hockey, NBA, other crap? You want a real quick throwout? Do you have any locks I'll, or I'll run
3: through it, it uh, on, on the ice. I hit on your wild yesterday. Oh, I'm going yeah. to bet on them again. I think they get it done against the Islanders. I got them minus 125 at home, $10 on minnesota in the nba uh three money line plays i'm gonna money line the cleveland Cavs to upset the knicks so i'm getting a nice payout there i'm gonna money line uh the washington bullets to upset the milwaukee bucks and then i'm going to money line sacramento to take care of indiana and i will also money line the los angeles clippers to take care of charlotte today so those are my plays
2: you know, that money line strategy, I'm loving the way this is going. In Cleveland, this year, I think I've been on a couple Cleveland money lines at a mm-hmm. minute. Because I, I, because mm-hmm. because I like following you on those. So you guys should be looking at that. But DJs, that's all we've got for you this morning. So come on out to the website so you can buy some merch and look cool for your homies. Follow us on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. And when it's all said and done, let's make some money, fools. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.